The end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Faust Mashup. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Math Lost Mashup, where we talk about reflective leadership. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me as we discuss some interesting findings in research, as well as four areas to increase reflection in your leadership practice. Let's jump right into it. The end is inevitable, Maverick. Interesting quote, there are a lot of outcomes that are inevitable. There are a lot of results that just happen. Average, for example, just happens. It takes no leadership to get to average. Average just occurs. Status quo, status quo is easy to maintain. Some end results are inevitable without reflective leadership. So what is reflective leadership? What actions can increase your reflective leadership habits? In preparation for this episode, I started with a quick search for research articles. In the database, I typed reflective leadership and was shocked to find a lack of quality research articles on the topic. My hunch was leadership is viewed as an outward journey, something you attain, earn, or acquire, as opposed to something you grow into. So I repeated the search for articles with concrete terms, outward terms such as leadership skills and leadership model. When I searched for articles from 2015 to the present, With the term reflective leadership, there were only 71 results. Yet when I searched for leadership skills, there were 932. And when I searched for leadership model, there were 1,420 results. It's an inward growth compared to intellectual attainment. And the outward journey And the research is 33 times more published than the inward journey. Why is that? Is this episode barking up the wrong tree about reflective leadership? Is there something I'm missing? Let's find out. A 2019 study in the International Journal of the Whole Child presented the same conclusion that I was thinking. I quote, the concept of critically reflective leadership is not prevalent in the literature, end quote. Researchers cited multiple studies to assert that critical reflection was necessary to keep professionals from simply acting as they were taught or acting as their experience guided them. As I examined this study, I learned that acting as they are taught is actually the opposite of responsive, timely, 
and insightful leadership. Critical reflection is the opposite of defending the status quo. It seems to be the opposite of keeping things the way we've always done it. And if you've been in leadership for any length of time, you understand those mindsets are in opposition to progress. John Dewey once said, we do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. So how can we build habits of reflection? What are some simple tasks that can help you increase your reflective leadership? Let's look into four areas that can help. Okay, here's where we get into some very actionable ideas. I'd like to share many ways to increase reflective habits, and I'll organize them into four simple categories. Number one, individual reflection. Number two, partner reflection. Three, team reflection. And four, school-wide reflection. It's been said, life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards. Hopefully these actionable reflective practices can help us reflect and make forward motion at the same time. Here are five ways to increase individual reflection. The first is likely the simplest method of reflection, journaling. It doesn't have to take much time, just two minutes of uninterrupted time each day. This could be first thing in the morning or right after lunch or just before bed at night. It can be open-ended or using a simple template, which I'll share a few with you in the show notes. The second way to increase individual reflection is incremental blogging. This is one of my favorite approaches open a blank document on your computer. Each day, write two to three sentences to talk about what you're learning, discovering, or trying to improve that day. At the end of the week, compile all the sentences into a simple blog post. The post can be shared with trusted colleagues or completely open to the public. The third way is case studies. Now, there's no reason to make this an academic exercise. If you're doing A-B testing in your school, then you're just one step away from this reflective leadership practice. Simply write a brief paragraph describing the A-B test at the beginning, what you hope to learn from it. Then write a sentence at each data point along the way, then summarize the learnings at the end of the A-B test. You'll write less than half a page over the course of four to six weeks, but you'll have a full trail of reflection along the way. You can share the case study with your leadership team or make it open to your whole school so the learning becomes available for all. 
Fourth, portfolio development. This sounds a little more formal, but again, you can keep it simple. Organize a binder or a OneNote for a portfolio. Store your case studies, weekly blogs, or other reflections, either in time order or within categories. At the end of each quarter, devote 10 to 20 minutes to browse through your portfolio and reflect on what you've learned that quarter and how you can move forward, revise your own practices and improve. Now, finally, for individual reflection, vlog for the public. Think about the incremental blogging. It's one small piece each day published as a full reflection at the end of the week. But now think about it in front of a camera. It's a little more scary, I know, but that's the vlog. You can post it publicly on YouTube, LinkedIn, or, or even tighten your reach by making it available on your staff Facebook group or simply on a school server. These five methods can increase your individual reflective practice. But as you saw that many of them are shared, so they also model reflective practice for your entire staff and team. The first five reflective practices are really personal. Now, the next reflective practices are about interpersonal reflection. In this category, reflection with a partner, these practices can increase the level of accountability and increase the amount of shared learning. For the first one, use an online document, such as a Google Doc or shared OneNote, to do interactive journaling. Write a sentence or two each day in the shared document, then leave a comment or question for your partner's reflection. A major benefit is that your reflection can be about your own thoughts, your own learning from the day, or it can be a reflection that's a response to your partner's comments or questions. Second, engage in a blog crawl. I was recently a part of a 12-post blog crawl where a dozen other educational leaders worked on 12 articles together. A blog crawl is an amazing experience because your thoughts become expanded through collaborating with others. Consider how a blog crawl could work within your own PLN or within your network at your district. Now let's quickly go into the final two categories or areas of reflective leadership. Reflection with a small group or team, and then finally, school-wide reflection. With a small group or team, consider joining a mastermind, a coaching group, or Twitter chat, such as 822 chat on Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. These informal but regular networking events keep you engaged with others in the reflection process and can expand your thinking on key educational topics and issues. And finally, school-wide reflection. Many of the practices we've discussed can also be applied to school-wide reflection. 
Imagine how a school blog could also allow each team to add their learnings on a monthly basis. Imagine how a collaborative workspace could allow everyone to add a sentence each week. The opportunities for reflective leadership are endless when you consider involving your whole staff. Most importantly, reflective leadership aims to push past status quo. Reflective leadership is about avoiding the inevitable and increasing learning for all. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Mafost Mashup. At the website, mafost.com, I'm going to share with you the downloadable PDF articles that support this episode, as well as other free resources, including the individual reflection templates. You can get all of this at mafost.com, M-A-F-O-S-T dot com. Now let's go out there and make an impact.